welcome to Leadership Speaking Radio. This is episode number 24. Our topic today is online inertia. I'm your host, Dr. Laura Penn, professional speaker coach, industry disruptor, and founder of the Leadership Speaking School. We're based in Switzerland, and we train global leaders and changemakers from the world's most recognized companies, organizations, and academic institutions how to speak in public. To find out more about the work we do transforming leaders from the inside out, go ahead and visit our website at www.theleadershipspeakingschool.com. Now let's get straight into our topic. Online inertia. Let's begin with a definition of inertia. According to the Merriam-Webster Online Dictionary, the word inertia is a noun, which means a tendency to do nothing or to remain unchanged. Inertia is also a concept in physics, where it means a property of matter which continues in its existing state of rest or uniform motion in a straight line unless that state is changed by an external force. Whichever way you look at it, inertia is about being stuck in one place and not going anywhere anytime soon. Kind of like what is happening with participation in virtual meetings these days. Wouldn't you agree? Think about the last virtual meeting you were in as an audience member. What did you see there? Well, you probably saw your colleagues in their typical rectangles, those little shapes where everybody is sitting with their headshot, where you can see people from the chest upwards. Many of your colleagues, maybe you included, were wearing those over-the-ear headphones connected to your computers. Most of you, I would venture to guess, were sitting down. And most of you were probably wallowing in a virtual haze of inertia. The same old, same old status quo. The monotone voices. The lack of connection to each other, to your purpose. The static state of movement, sitting tight-shouldered and tense in one position, like a statue. These conditions make it really difficult to connect and to feel a part of something. These circumstances kind of edit away our humanity. We are sociable creatures who are designed to move. We pay attention to the micro-gestures of each other's faces and bodies, to the intonations that distinguish our emotional connection to what we're talking about. We're paying attention in a live situation to all of these signals. This is how we're designed. This is how we communicate. In fact, we're communicating machines built to perfection. But what happens in the online space is that our perfection, our machinery, is trying to discern the same micro-gestures, is trying to listen for those differences in tone and emotional connection to what people are talking about. We're trying to use all of our machinery, but it's not working because of that one-dimensional surface of the virtual world where we see these flat pancake people 
We can't see them 360 degrees. We can't see them from below their chest. We can't pick up on these micro gestures. We can't be there with them in their communication. So what do we need to do? Well, we need to disrupt the status quo. Because the status quo is not serving our purposes of connecting with each other. The status quo is keeping our machines humming, waiting to do the work to create this connection through our interpretation of these communication signals, but it's not happening. So we need to amplify ourselves in these virtual conversations. We need to create that visual state, that auditory state that the people looking at us can gorge on and enjoy and really feel fulfilled through. What does that look like? Well, from the point of view of looking at someone or looking at people in a virtual conversation, the first thing that you can choose to change, to disrupt, is to change what we see. Please be done with the headshot where we only see your head disconnected from the rest of your body speaking in that rectangle. Please show us more of your human communication machine. Ideally, I want to see you, if I'm looking at you, from your waist up. This way, I can pick up on all of those extra messages that you are sharing with me through the use of your arms, through the angle of your torso, through the movement of your hands. This way, that conversation becomes much more interactive and elevated. That's step number one. A pretty low-grade thing to change, if you ask me. It's simply about adjusting your camera, and the angle of your laptop so that we can see this, your body from your head to your hips. Another change that you can make to disrupt the inertia, that groggy haze that we're put in because we are not activating our communication machines, is you can move more. And here it goes both ways. So on the one hand, as the person speaking, you can make a choice between sitting down or standing up. Going in between these two states is lovely and delicious for your body because you defeat inertia through moving it and for the people looking at you. Energetically, you're going to show up differently in either of those states. Choose if you're standing up for the different topics. Perhaps if it's something exciting or something where you want to activate people's attention, that's where you're standing up and making your point that way. Or if you have something more serious or intense to talk about, go ahead and sit down. Either way, jerry-rig your little studio space so that you have that option of sitting down or standing up. That goes a really long way to creating this emotional connection to what you're talking about based on your body movements. Visually, this is deliciousness to look at because people can really see you in the movement of your body sitting or standing. And as I've already said, for you, you're defeating inertia because you're moving your body, sitting down, sometimes standing up at other times. These are great solutions to creating much more color and dimension for both the audience and yourself. So, so far, we're talking about ways to defeat inertia. And these are low-tech ways, right? There's no rocket science about these ideas. It's actually just very intuitive. If you step back for a second... And think about this whole picture. Think about what you would like to see in that screen of yours as you are looking at it. 
think about that perspective. Well, then it's kind of easy to figure out what you need to change about what you're doing. (laughs) Personally, I want to see a person moving. I want to see a person engaged in their conversation. I want to see their emotional connection to what they're talking about. I want to see equilibrium in terms of a harmonious background that they're sitting in or standing in. And I want to have good auditory quality. I want to hear what they're saying well so that I can use my communication machine to pick up on the message, to feel what the message is through all of this interaction. Let me just remind you what the juxtaposition of that is, which is the status quo right now. It's that headshot, right, from the chest up or from the neck up headshot of people speaking. Dissociated bodies. We can't pick up on the micro gestures. We don't know how people really feel about what they're talking about because of the camera angle. Wow. So just changing that is a big deal. Another thing that you can do to disrupt the status quo, to move the needle, as it were, from inertia to activation is to commit yourself to being innovative. I am sure that in the back of your mind, as you are watching these virtual conversations, or as you're part of them yourself, you're sitting there talking, I'm sure that in the back of your mind, there are ideas cropping up there. Ideas for things that you could improve. Things that you could toggle up and make better for the audience or for yourself. Perhaps it comes down to thinking about things like, hmm, I feel like I have too many PowerPoint slides. What else could I do to share my message, but to activate audience participation more or to make it more interesting and colorful? Now, when you have these ideas, give yourself permission to follow through and think of them more deeply. Because these ideas are your body activating itself away from inertia. There's something there that's not working for you. There's something there that you want to disrupt Go all the way and think about what those ideas and those solutions could be. For the idea of having less PowerPoint slides, which is actually a question I get a lot from people I talk to in my virtual masterclasses about upskilling online, they ask, they say, well, what can I do instead of using PowerPoint slides? I say, oh, the sky's the limit. My favorite go-to approach is to go old school. Use a flip chart. Use markers on that flip chart. Draw things. Write words down that matter. Create a moment between you creating something new on a blank piece of paper on that flip chart and connecting with the audience. That's really powerful. Remember your audience as hungry, almost greedy individual communication machines. We want input. We want dimension. We want color and variety and intrigue. Create that for us by using mixed media like flip charts or holding up pictures or reading out loud from a book. Make this a living, breathing experience for your audience, something that they can tap their human machine tentacles into and extract value from. Another question that I get a lot in these virtual masterclasses that I'm holding with companies and organizations is... What can I do to engage the audience more so that they're less passive? Now, anytime we hear the word passive, we have to think inertia alert. We don't want inertia alert, not from our point of view or from the audience's point of view. So we as the speaker or the leader of the meeting, we need to be thinking of ways to activate participation. And I can share one of my favorite ways, which is jazz hands. 
When I ask for questions in the group and I say, okay, it's time for questions now. What are your questions and thoughts? Give me jazz hands if you want to ask a question. Well, that means, and I've trained them beforehand, two hands appear next to a person's head and they shimmer and shake the hands. The hands are splayed out so you can see all the fingers and I ask for those hands to shimmer and shake. That's a jazz hand. And that's, it's a cute little way to get motion and movement into the picture, but it also activates the screen because imagine a sea of faces in these little rectangles and suddenly you see somebody with two hands shimmering. That just makes movement and interest happen on the screen. So that's a simple idea for some audience participation. Instead of using the raise your hand function or something terse and dry like that, get actual body movements in there. You can also ask people to do other things in terms of movement. If you feel like people are slouching or tired, take a comfort break. Say, hey, folks, everybody turn off your cameras for, you know, the next three minutes and just stretch, rattle and roll, do whatever you need to do, come back fresh and sharp, right? There are all kinds of ideas that you could implement in order to get people activated into audience participation, into this collective feeling of humanity that we are missing from the virtual space. The sky's the limit, actually. And yeah, that's my big theme here, that I just want to give you guys a little loving, gentle nudge to tell you that there are options out there. We don't have to get stuck in this dry, desert place of inertia where everybody's doing the same thing, everybody's talking the same way, everybody has the same angle on their camera so you just see their headshot. Like, that doesn't have to be that way. And if you're like me and you feel frustrated about this, then the invitation is to stop, drop, and roll. Do something about it. That is my message for today. Get out of inertia. Do it quickly. The longer that you're in there, the more likely you're going to get stuck in there for a long time. Recognize the voices of inertia, which are, I like doing this, or this is fine, or I don't want to rock the boat, or I'm not the leader, so it's not my responsibility. That's some BS right there. That's the voices of inertia inside your head. That's how you know you've got the inertia problem if you are saying things like this to yourself. So defeat it with some of the ideas that I just shared here today. There is a way out, and that way out is joyful, colorful, has connection and humanity in it, and activates our human communication machines. Folks, that's all I've got to say for now. But before I go, I want to let you know that Leadership Speaking Core, which is the Leadership Speaking School's signature five-day-long program for leaders who are hungry for the skills that they need to vastly improve themselves as speakers, is happening on November 9th through 13th. And there are still some spots left in there for you hungry leaders out there who want to do this work, who feel called from deep inside your bones to transform into the speaker you've always wanted to be. There's a spot for you waiting. Let me know that you're interested in this through applying to this program. And you do that by going online to the website, www.theleadershipspeakingschool.com slash LSC slash. That takes you straight to the page where you can apply. All right. Well, that's it for now. I hope that you got some valuable golden nuggets from this and that you can apply these ideas straight away to your online conversations. 
hold your fist up high and say, I want to defeat inertia. Make that happen, folks, through activation. I look forward to the next time we connect. Until then, stay strong, stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourself, take care of others, and I'll talk to you next time.